teachings of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshulaskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. give him glory. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus. We thank you in Jesus' name. And shall we all say amen? You may be seated. It's beautiful to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. It's important to worship the Lord. Amen. Right. Turn to somebody and say, You're welcome to church. Amen. Well, we thank the Lord for what He's doing. And um, your miracle is also coming. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. I want to talk about how to take it in this service. Amen. How to what? Take it in this service. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, may your life be characterized with miracles. Amen. And you see, I'm going to talk basically or mostly about being courageous and bold in claiming, naming and claiming and taking what you need from the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Amen. Beautiful. Uh, we went for a camp. That not so, and uh, I believe we had a beautiful time. And uh, by the grace of God, the camp is also on video, so I think at a point you can get the videos. Hallelujah! Amen. So, uh, I'm going to say a few things, I'm going to try to preach short today. Amen. Let's start reading from Joshua chapter 1 and verse number 6. Joshua 1, 6. Yeah, put your hands together for the choir. They sang a beautiful song. They sang, 
I will arise. Amen. Amen. I will arise and what? And build. Hallelujah. All right. And then put your hands together for the breeze also. And uh, put your hands together for Felicia also. And put your hands together for yourself also. Now, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, the Bible says, Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto thy fathers to give them. Then verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Joshua was the army general who took the, who took the promised land. If you want to walk in your possession, steady the life of Joshua and follow his example. Joshua was told to be strong and very courageous. He was also told to meditate on the word of God. All these were to enable him to obey the word of God, to take your claims, means to act on the word of God. It means to act on your faith, thereby possessing your possessions. Hallelujah. I remember when we were at the camp, uh, one of the prayers we prayed was financial breakthroughs. One of the ushers, get me Pastor Ben to come now. Are you here with me? And we prayed for financial breakthroughs. So when I got here, I, I came on Saturday, that was yesterday. When I got here, I came straight to the church. And then when I came to the church, then Pastor Ben told me that there's a financial miracle happening. Yeah. Hallelujah. There was a financial miracle happening. And somebody who I think is basically his uncle that has been taking care of him. His father is in another country and he doesn't actually hear from the father or something like that. But after that prayer, I received a financial breakthrough. He was there. Then the father sent him a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Ben, come. Give me a mic quickly. Pastor Benjamin Osei. That financial miracle, what, what, what's it about? Don't worry about the name. Just go ahead. So you see, hold on. He said what? The, the boy said that he received and believed. You see, many people, eh, even when we are sharing the testimonies, they don't believe it. No, no, no. They, they don't believe it at all. Do you get it? No, 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 they don't believe it. 
at all. I, I want to tell you. Uh -huh. They don't believe it at all. You know, I remember the lady who had, you see, and these things, these testimonies, it even helps us to preach the message, name it, claim it, take it. Because it makes you see what faith does. All right, so this lady who had a headache for one year, you know, when she was sharing her testimony, she even had, she said she had a special doctor because of the type of headache, with various documents and scans and things. And she said that she used to think that when people are sharing testimonies, like they are stories, it's like we've written fantastic stories, or we've, you see, look, we need somebody to share this. So when you go, say you had a headache, say you had this, say you had that. That is what she thought. Till she came, you know, it was a fair service. Somebody say it was a fair service. <laughs> you know, and I was just preaching like this. Then I said that be healed or something during the service. As I was, I'm preaching, be healed, whatever. So when we closed, I was in my office where Reverend Stanley brought this lady to her. Daddy said, that, oh, when I said be healed and all that, she's been healed from a headache that she's had for one year. Yeah. So when she was sharing the testimony, she came later to share the testimony. She said that I thought when they were sharing his story, but now I know that because now it has happened to me and I know that it is actually real. This, this thing is, is very real. Hallelujah. So is it possible that even as we are preaching about faith and all that, you don't believe it? Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So this brother said that what? When we prayed for, you receive what? Miracle money. He, he received it. And then what happened? He stays with the uncle. So he said his father is not really minding him. For how long? Long time. Okay, then what else? If the father is not in the country, he's in Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah. So his father that is not in the country, who is not minding him, then he got a notification that he has received money from that father. It was a lot of money. We are not going to tell you the amount, but you, you drive, you have a car, isn't it? And you drive around. When you saw the money, if you had that money, would you be happy? It would have changed your life. Just to tell you that it's not small money. Amen. And the key thing is that he said that when we said receive mirror, he said, I receive it and believe. So many of you, you see that, well, well, you, you, you see that, let me tell you something, but for courage and boldness, I will not even preach to you. No, no, I will not, I will not preach to you. Because you see, I can, sometimes I can even tell your beliefs. It's like, I sense your beliefs. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. 
We sense their beliefs. But you see that what you believe is what you receive. All right. So you realize that like our brother who has come from Cape Coast, he's not here. He's traveled all the way from Cape Coast. And he came to Accra and heard bad news. You know, I know what it feels like. For example, let's say that your company has decided to fire you. Hmm? And then they are firing you on a Thursday. So as they fired you on a Thursday, then Friday is a holiday. Then Monday is a holiday. Then Tuesday before they will come back to work. So even if you want to do something in the office about uh, your dismissal, there's nothing you can do. By the time you come on Tuesday, it's like it has been deeply cemented. Are you here with me? Yeah. So something that meetings have to be held, projections have to be held, we have to come out with a budget and then all that, and based on that, we've taken a decision, come to agreement, everything, and say, okay, contract awarded. Then on Sunday, you receive a call that, sorry, it's canceled. Amen. Even if you had dressed up to come to church, will you not stop the church? You are always like, Charlie. Then when your pastor, I, I thought you were coming, say, oh, I, I have, an, I have had some serious emergency, so I'm sorry, I cannot make it today. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's how it's it, it's normal. It, it's a normal response. But I said, well, I may have lost the contract, but I'm going to church. So the person came to church. He's usually not here. He's in another town. And as he came listening to preaching, name it, claim it, take it. How to take it? Be courageous. Be strong and courageous. Then at the point we started having confessions. Then I said, receive a contract. Then he said, I receive it. Where would the contract come from? We don't know, but what? We receive it. Then his phone, after he received it, then his phone started ringing again. Then he said, oh, I'm in church, so I'll not pick this call. Then when church closed, then he said, let me return the call. When he returned the call, he said, what church do you attend? Lighthouse. Eh. The contract that we've collected, you can have it back because we know Bishop Dakota. So you see how, yeah, it's, it's like as quickly as he lost the contract by receive a contract and by receiving it in faith, the whole thing has just turned around like that. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So it's like when you were doing the testimony camp, then he said, okay, I'm meeting the pastor God, I mean to have had a very powerful uh, this thing, testimony that you know, uh, I believe people should what, know about. Are you, are you here with me? Uh -huh. So if you sit in this environment and you don't believe, 
I don't know what else can be done for you. Amen. Somebody say, I will believe. Yeah. Say, I will believe. The testimony campaign is uh, what? Has been developed to increase your faith. Uh, please, not to increase my faith. It's to increase your faith. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because I've been seeing miracles for some time. Pastor Ben, what I'm saying, is it true? Be seen, you see, most of the miracles, I see, I've been seeing them before I came here. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's to increase your faith so that you can also receive a blessing and receive a miracle. Are you here with me? Somebody clap for Jesus. Amen. Amen. So how to receive? How many want to learn how to receive? Amen. You know, in the first service, I was telling them about years ago, those days, we didn't have mobile phones in Ghana. Amen. We had the telephone that you put your finger, you turn the number, when it comes, then you turn. That is the type of phone we used to have in the country. And those days, you can only call numbers in your district. If you want to call outside the district, you have to go to PNT. Or if you want to call outside the country, you have to go to PNT and then make the call from there. That, that is how Ghana used to be. Do you get it? So even as you are saying fix the country, it's far better than what it used to be. You know? So also, I believe that we should be grateful you get it because the country has also come very far okay this is not uh, don't uh, this is not a political state we are talking as christians i'm a pastor i'm not a politician I, I want you to see that god has blessed yeah god has blessed us amen when you go to other countries i don't want any country to be offended so i won't mention but if you go to other countries you will see that God has blessed Ghana. Are you here with me? All right. And we should also be grateful for what the Lord has done for the country. Are you here with me? So, when you want to call outside the country, you go to PNT. So, like here, if you want to call Germany, you have to say, okay, Monday morning, you sit in a trotro, you go to Circle. And you go to uh, Ghana Telecom. That is where you can call Germany from. Then one day we were there. Then they said something is called IDD, International Direct Dialing. Then now you could do that from the house. Then after that came uh, what? Communication Center. Now, what happened is that those who started, before you realize somebody who used to ride bicycle, now he's driving a car. They said, ah, Charlie, how did you wake up there? They said, oh, I do communication center. I said, ah, so how? I said, oh, Charlie, there's money in it too. What will be your next question? How do we do it? How do we do it? Because you, you also want to get some. So if I can learn how it is done, I will do it, and then I will also have money. Are you here with me? 
So as we are saying, name it, claim it, take it, it's like, how do I receive? How do I receive? You see, this is where when Bishop Dark said, how I came to be anointed. Some people don't understand. They are annoyed. How can you say how you became anointed? How can you this thing? Hallelujah. But when you look at the works, look at the works. Look at the works. When you look at the works, you see that, no, this person is anointed. And he's not keeping it to himself. But he said, let me show you how I became. So that you too, you can what? Become. Are you here with me? Yeah. All right. So telecommunication. So you learn how to do it so that you too you can be rich. Now let me digress a bit. You see, many of us, eh, our Christianity is Sunday church Christianity. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sunday church what? Christianity. Ask yourself, who has become interested in serving the Lord because of you? Are you here with me? Uh-huh. How come nobody followed you to church? I I'm telling you what I told the first service. Can somebody look at you and say, look, me, I don't love God, but when I looked at you, I think... I should try and look for God. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. Yeah. You know, when you pass, no, but there's nothing that will make somebody say, no, let me try and go to church or serve God because what I have seen. Amen. Are you here with me? Because if I was driving a car and then now I'm driving, I'm riding a bicycle or I'm walking, they say, Charlie, how? They say, oh, the business I was doing, it was not a good business. So I've had to sell my car to cover the debts. How many will go into that business? Uh -huh. So when you are a Christian and somebody looks at you and is like, hey, is this what it is? Oh, then let me be where I am. That, that is what, that is what how the, the, the thing is. Amen. Amen. And I want us to come to a Christianity where we attract people to come and serve the Lord. Are you, are you coming with me? Yeah. Amen. Your, your Christianity must be attractive to people. Say, ah. The way you go to church, you see me, I have three girlfriends, but when I saw you, I feel that maybe I should try and serve the Lord. Oh, yeah. Amen. One day I was sharing my quiet time with a group of people. I said, I'm reading from the book of Proverbs. By the time I finished sharing my quiet time, some of them said, no, we are also going to Proverbs. Are you here with me? Do you get it? 
Now, if we are in church and our faith level is low and we don't even believe when we hear, then what should the outsiders do? Hallelujah. I said, what should the outsiders do? Amen. We have to come to a place of faith. Are you here with me? Yeah. Because God is with us. We can't have God with us and we still sit down in unbelief. Am I talking to somebody today? Yeah, I want to tell you. Amen. Wow. You see, sometimes when you're in the service, you are told, don't be WhatsApping. Don't be on your phone. What are you doing on your phone? You see, that somebody has come from somewhere. It's like, I'm in church. I hear the phone ringing. I am hot, but I will not pick the call. And immediately, in less than an hour, something that was going bad is turned around into something good. You see the attitude. Let's make Christianity attractive. Hallelujah. Are you here or you've gone home? It takes courage to act on your faith. Amen. That is why God told Joshua to be strong and very courageous. It takes courage to do any altar call. Wow. It takes courage to do what? Any altar call. Hmm? It takes courage to pray for the sick. What if nobody gets healed? Amen. It takes courage to do what? Pray for the sick. So when you don't have courage, when you are not strong, you can't easily receive from the Lord. Amen. What do you think? Because what, what, what if you say, I'm believing God for something, but then nothing happens? Hallelujah. And God himself told Joshua, be strong and be very courageous. Hallelujah. Look, I want to tell you that things come to people who are strong and courageous. Are you here with me? I said things come to people who are strong and courageous. Hallelujah. If you're a brother and you're looking for a beloved, you see, the girl can see that you like her. And probably she also likes you. But then she can see that you are not courageous. You even tell her, Pastor, oh, Pastor, I like him. And I know she, he, I can see he likes me. When I'm passing, he almost trips when I pass. But he's not able to say. He's not courageous. Your lack of courage can cost you a beloved. I said your lack of courage can cost you a beloved. Hey. Amen. Go and ask Jacob when he was going to face his brother and God appeared. He said, God, you are under arrest. How can you arrest God? He said, God, you are under arrest. Look, if you don't bless me, that's your throne. You will not sit on it again. Hey! Are you listening to my preaching? And <laughs> when you read, he said that 
he wrestled with this angel till the breaking of the day. And then, now at a point, the Lord said, you know some Charlie, the way it's going, just let me go in. Okay, you, you have won the fight, but you see, the day is coming. People shouldn't come and meet me here. So, you, you've won the fight. Knockout, no problem. Just let me go. Because I've noticed that the fighting is not working. How many are coming with me? Jacob was being strong and courageous. Where is your strength and your courage? Hey. I remember one day I was standing here. Then I was talking plenty about healing. Then I went to my office. I was sitting in the office. Then, gong, 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 gong. Uh, Bishop, there's a certain brother who has, what, what was that guy? Uh, there's a certain guy who has another headache. But he, 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 he has come. He said you should pray for him. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're, you're, that thing you say you are courageous, you are strong, you'll be tested though. It will be put to the test. So we've closed the service. And then he said, you said you, said you are into, okay, I have come. So the brother came. And the brother came. Then we started chatting. We chatted more than I said, you know what? Father, heal this brother. Be healed. You know what? You are healed. Go. He said what, he, what, what was I think when he walks for some time, he gets tired. He has to sit down, rest, and things like that. Like the old man. The old man that you video, something like that. Then I said, you know what? You are healed. Take a walk. Go and come. So the guy walked out. He walked, and then when he came back, when he opened the door, you could see that he was shocked. No, no, he was very shocked. Then he sat down. It's like, hey. Then he took my hand. He took my hand like this, and then he did this to his... It's like, then he was holding the head. It's like, ah. Then I said, ah, what has happened to you? He said, the headache has evaporated. You know, so, but if you are not strong and courageous, will you tell somebody to be healed? You will not do such things. Are you here with me? So, but because you've seen an angel, and you know that even this angel, it is God standing here, and you are fighting. You are actually doing karate. You must be very bold and courageous to do such a thing. And then, to the extent that now it's like, you know what, Jacob, <laughs> the way things are going, the time, you know what, you've won the battle. Take the crown. But can you let me go? Jacob said, no, I cannot let you go till I receive my blessing. You are going nowhere. And it takes strength and courage to tell God to the face that you are going nowhere till you bless me. So the fight continued. Are you listening to my story? Then God remembered. Somebody say God remembered. God remembered, ah, this guy that is, has arrested me and is trying to keep me here. I created him. I'm going to give him one blow and that will be the end of this fight. So then the Lord gave him one blow in the hip here. Then, even that still he was fighting. No, even that he was still fighting. 
Then he said, okay, I'll bless you. What is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. He said, okay, from today you are Israel. Then that is how the fight ended. Amen. If you are going to receive anything from God, if you are going to receive your blessing, you will have to be courageous and you will have to be strong. Uh, by the way, the devil is also around. Though. The devil doesn't want you to receive anything. The devil doesn't want you to get anything. He wants to ensure that you stay how you are and you get nothing from the Lord. So the strength and courage is not only towards heaven, but it's also against opposing forces that want to hold you back from your blessing. Are you coming, are you coming with me today? Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. Huh. If, you want to, if you want financial prosperity, you must obey the word of God, which tells us to work hard. Amen. Galatians 6, 7 teaches us that we reap whatever we sow. Whatever you put in, you will reap either a third fold, a sixty fold, or a hundred fold. Hallelujah. If you work hard and you get 30%, it's a harvest. If you get 60%, it's a harvest. If you get 100% also, it's a harvest. Are you here with me? But if you don't work at all, there'll be no harvest. Amen. There'll be no what? At all. Hallelujah. But I see a group of people, you see, so like as I say, I see a group, you see, it takes courage to say that. But I see a group of people who are going to be blessed. They will prosper. They will do well. When people are saying fix the country, they'll be asking, oh, what is happening? What is happening? Before, ah, oh, not knowing, I, I thought even the petrol I bought was 11, not knowing it was 15 cities. But that will happen because you are a blessed person. Somebody receive a blessing from the Lord. Amen. Wow. Are you receiving you. <laughs> In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 8, it says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide, overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. They mind their own, that is the ants, they mind their own business and work without supervision. If you really want to, want the financial prosperity that you are confessing, then you must decide to work without supervision. Amen. You see, when you take a poor person, you realize that at 7 o'clock, somebody has to come and wake the person up. There's no way you can be a prosperous person and you wake up 7 o'clock in the morning. You will not have anything. Amen. No, 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 no. And believe it. You see, to, to, for us to receive the things we need, 
The Bible says that there are things you say you have to work hard. So when you claim something, what does the word of God say? The word of God says that you need to work hard. Amen. In the first service, I was telling them, let's say you want miracles. You don't just sit down and miracles appear. Amen. Amen. No, 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 no. You don't sit down. So in the camp, at the point we were talking about that, and then you realize that, hey, you've studied this, you've watched this, you've done that, you've looked at this, you've done, hey, you don't just get up. Amen. You want to be like one of the richest people in the world. They started businesses in the garage without supervision. They worked hard. Hallelujah. Ah, my dear pastor, you've come. You want to say, I see you becoming, you want to see it happening. It doesn't just happen like that too. There's some hard work without supervision that goes on before those things happen. Amen. Yeah. I want to tell you. You see, why am I telling you this? Because usually we have this erroneous belief that, yeah, this erroneous belief that, um, you know what? Receive $5,000 in a Ghana must go back. Do you get it? You, you see, you have this funny belief. Amen. I mean, it's not impossible, but how many have noticed that it's not like that? Yeah. Receive a Rolls Royce. Hey. Receive the presidency of America. Thank you. Are you a citizen to begin with? <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So you realize that. It's not like that. Even when I, when I say, I see you being blessed. We have a book called Labor to be Blessed. First Love Church did some serious outreach. I think they got close to 10,000 new converts. 10,000. One church. Yeah, yeah. If you go on, uh, uh, if you go on, uh, what do we call it? Instagram is there. When you go on Twitter, it's there. You know, 10,000 new converts. And the theme was labor to be blessed. So look, if I labor for the Lord, then the Lord will bless. So I'm laboring to win souls. And as I'm laboring to win the soul, then God will bless me. But we believe in come and sit down and then a man of God will prophesy and I'll receive my blessing and go. How many know that message? Yeah, that's what we want. But there's something called labor to be blessed. As you are laboring, then the blessing is coming. Are you here with me? Amen. Wow. How many are going to labor to be blessed from today? So just because you are exercising faith, it doesn't mean that there's not work to do. It doesn't mean don't go to school. It doesn't mean don't study. Your, your, you have English exam in two days. They say, I claim A+. Plus. You claim A+. Plus. By faith, I have A+. Plus. And you've thrown the 
your, your notes away because by faith, I have A+. plus. No. No, 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 no. You, you have seriously failed the paper. Are you here with me? I like what uh, uh, John C. Maxwell wrote a book. He said, talent is not enough. Talent is not enough. You see, I know it's not enough. Many of you claim to know things. You get it. But when we, when we, look, at, when we look at what you have achieved, we, we can see that you don't know anything. You understand what I'm saying? You don't know anything. You don't know anything. You understand what I'm saying? You see? So you've claimed A, but talent is not enough. In fact, when those who are talented in an area, you realize that what it usually means is that in that area, you can work very hard in that area. When you are talented in that, that's what it is. Take, for example, football. Have you noticed that the goal scorer, the one who scores the goals, do you know that usually he spends more time on the field than the rest of the players? Because he has to score goals. So we say, oh, this footballer is very talented. You may think that he, they, they allow him to sleep in the hotel. And then when the match is coming on before, no, talent alone is not enough. Being gifted alone is not enough. Your talent and your gift will show you where to concentrate your work. It doesn't mean there's no work. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Even in spiritual things, when you take a prophet, for example, you see he, he's been given a gift. So there's an area in which he works so hard that when he comes, then he says, okay, your name is uh, W.O. Uh, Rochi. Uh, your name is this. Your name. Then you'll be like, wow, I want to do some. You don't know that he has labored somewhere. And that is why now he can come and be mentioning your name, your telephone number, your uh, what account number, and those things. Hey. He's a gifted child. There is a work that he does before OD comes up. Amen. So faith doesn't mean you will not work. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yeah. If we were not working, would we know that we have over 200 testimonies? We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. There, there's work. There are people to study. Yeah. You see, when we talk about mega church, we look at Young Gicho, then we look on a certain line. When you're looking at the healing, you look on this line. When you're looking at the prophetic, there are things you look at. When it comes to business also, there are things to look at. Hallelujah. So as you are having faith, there's work to do. When you see that, I see myself getting an A. 
Please look for that book that people read before they got the A and try and read it. Are you here with me? I'm talking about claiming what you have to claim. You see, he said, be strong. Joshua had to fight battles. God told him, I'll give you the land. He said, I receive the land. I claim the land. But still he had to fight for the land. Amen. Just like I have to fight for you to know that miracles are happening. Do you see? Oh, yeah. You see, in the camp, I was telling them that you just need one, one good one. When you have one good one, you know, so the other day, <laughs> the other day, a certain lady, she had a dream. You know, this is a real testimony. I'm talking about it's a real testimony. Just, just was that Friday night. She had a dream, and then somebody told in the dream, a spirit appeared to her and told her that, look, uh, you will die Friday night. Do you get it? You will die what? Friday night. When she woke up, what had happened to her? She had frozen. She couldn't move. Did you see the lady? She couldn't move. Hey! Who else saw that lady? You all saw the lady. Hey! And she's going to die when? The Friday. That's this past Friday. Do you know where she is today? Oh, she's in her church. She's in her church. So she had this dream. When she woke up, when she woke up, she was sick. And she couldn't move. And she was in tears. Because she had a dream that you are going to die on Friday. And when she woke up, she was sick. So it's like the agent of, you are going to die. And the agent of death has already arrested you. And it's working on you to end your life right here, right now, practically. Amen. Amen. So he came and said, lady, what is wrong? He said, eh, and I had a dream. And then somebody told me that. I said, I'm not interested in what the spirit told you. But what I'm interested in is what the Lord has told me. And the Lord has told me that you are healed. Within five seconds, the girl who is dying started running up and down. Within five seconds. Yeah. Within five seconds, the person started running up and down. I was there. You were there. Ah, Reverend Samuel was also there. Quite a few people were there. Ah, somebody that we've told you that you are going to die. And you were well, oh. You've been well the whole time. But after one dream, he's falling sick immediately. And then he's explaining. Look, if you listen to when she is explaining the dream, you'll be afraid. You see, that's why the Bible says, be strong and courageous. As he was explaining the dream, I said, no, I don't need to listen to this dream because the Holy Spirit is telling me something. So I don't need to listen to what demons are saying. And I said, stop, 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 stop saying what you are saying. Let me listen to what the Spirit is saying. And whose report will you believe? His report says, you are healed. Hallelujah. That is what his report says. 
Hallelujah. If we didn't strongly shut up the spirits and be courageous because the dream is prophetic. God, you are going to die and then when you woke up, you are sick already. So it, it looks like it's coming to pass. And this we've seen some before. Are you there? Be strong. That is why you must say things like, I will live and not die to declare the glory of the Lord. You must say such things to yourself. Do not sit there for something bad to happen to you. Ah, even when a mosquito is biting you, you say, mosquito, it's not so bad. Is that what you do? Oh, you do, you see, you need to rise up with strength. Somebody say, I will arise. I'm telling you, I will arise. I will live and not die. I will be a success story. Amen. You know, I remember the story of this pastor. He was not 40 yet, but in his ancestry, all the men, you die at 39, between 39 and 40, you are gone. If you cross 40, you become mad. So this man of God was preaching. All my stories are true. So he was preaching a message. You see, you have to declare and you have to this thing, you know. And I remember this thing. Everybody, when they get to 39, then they will die. But I have determined that. Then I have decreed. So at a point, the whole church was wondering, ah, what is good? Because the way the pastor was determining and decreeing. Amen. Then it's like, uh, hey, he's on the borderline. <laughs> he's on the borderline. And he was declaring, and I'm determined. And I have declared, and I have decreed that this will not be my person. Somebody said, this will not be my person. Hey. At a point, we started, it was serious, but we started laughing because we saw that even though he's preaching now, He's, he's, he's actually pleading for his life. Are you here? But his courage and his strength, it paid off. Because we were there. 40, he was there. 41, he was there. 42, he was there. 43, he was there. 50, he's still there. 55, he's still there. 60, he's still there. 65, he's still there. Because he said, no, no. I don't care what my ancestors did. I don't care what they have done. But what I know is that my Bible says that I will live. I will live. I will live. Somebody say, I will live. And not die. And I'll declare the glory of the Lord. 
Are you here with me? Ladies and gentlemen, don't sit down and allow the devil to destroy you. Amen. Amen. Claim success for your life. Amen. Claim good health for your life. Amen. Don't say, eh, my great-grandmother died from this. My grandmother died from this. My mother died from this thing. I even think as I'm going to the hospital, the doctor will say I also have this thing. Oh, poor me. I may also die from this. No. Yeah. We, we, we saw something like that, Some hereditary something. A lady came for the camp. The mother has something. The, then what? The brother has the same thing. I think the sister, I've forgotten how many, but the whole family, they all have something. For 29 years. Yeah, it's a type of headache for 29 years. You can't carry anything on the head. Yeah, they are telling me they can't carry anything on the head. Then be healed. Headache of 29 years that they can't carry anything on the head. Totally healed. Yeah. I want to tell you something. We are talking about being courageous here. You see, when you go, eh, eh, look, I have a headache. Then how long have you had the headache? Oh, two minutes. Oh, Charlie, be healed in Jesus' name. But when say, how long have you had the headache? Then he said, 29 years. Hey, then you begin to ask, how many places have you passed for these 29 years that this thing didn't stop in any of these places that you've arrived here after 29 years? Then you see that now it takes what strength and courage. Hallelujah. How many are going to be strong from today? Are you going to be strong? When God says that you are blessed, I want you to understand that the devil is, saying, is also saying that I will ensure that you will not smell, you will not even see the shadow of that blessing God is talking about. And that is why your confession must be very strong. Amen. You must believe. You must take the steps. If you're a lady, for example, and we say, I see you getting married. Amen. Is it not a good confession? But after you've said, I receive it, you have to dress like you want to get married. You have to smell like you want to get married. Your hairstyle must be as though you want to get married. Your makeup must look as though you want to get married. The shoe you wear, it has to look like you want to get married. Your smile, it must look like so. I receive the marriage. <laughs> I receive the marriage. I receive it. I, I'm a missus. And then you see, you, 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 you need to do those things. You can't sit there with your scruffy head, with your smelling permit, and then I receive it. And you expect a brother to this. No, 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 no. That is why earlier on I was saying that even our Christianity, there are things we should do to make it attractive. Now, after we finished praying for the sick, what happened? The center leaders came to, who did they come to? And what did they say to you? They said, we are also here. We are closing. 
We finished praying for the sick. All right? Like about 36 confirmed healed. 36 confirmed healed. It's like, okay, let us close the bed. Then the center said, no, 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 no. We need power to do the sentence. No, go and tell them I have to pray. You see, when you see something, you see that you, you become attracted to, that's what I'm talking about. Does your Christianity attract? What is it attracting? So I said, okay, fine, come, let us pray. And all that. Amen. If I come to you in my boxer shorts, that I will not, you see, you are going to prosper. I see you in Mercedes Benz. You see, you will look at my boxer shorts and say that, Charlie. <laughs> this thing you are saying there, I don't think that is going to happen. Amen. Even though the power is not in the boxer shorts, but you, I mean, you have to present the thing well. I remember a story of uh, Yongi Cho, Pastor Yongi Cho. He said he was taking somebody to church. That time he hadn't built his church. When they got to the church, then he said that, he, I think he told a certain leader, I'm going to, let's go to the church. There is hope in the church. So when they got to the church and the lady looked at the church, they said, it looks like you need more hope than me. <laughs> Something like that. It looks like you, because when you look at that, it looks like you rather need hope more than I know I need hope, but I think you need more. <laughs> Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. Good confessions over your life. Yeah. You see, that I, I, I want to be rich. You are wasting the money. Or you are not even working to get the money. How is it going to happen? The confession must be backed with something. Even sometimes when we say be healed, we say rise up and walk. Be healed, rise up, take some steps. Yeah. One guy got healed, we said do some push-ups. Yeah. And he did some push He said for one year he cannot, he cannot do that. Yeah. But after, after he got, he said, now, do, now he can do it. Hallelujah. When they increase petrol, do not say, hey, they are going to kill us. They are not, say, look, I am blessed. Let me try to end this. You see, when um, there was famine in Canaan, Jacob sent his children, go and get food. They said, oh, there's no food in the country. So where can we get food? We have to go to China. What is the price? And they mentioned the price, 500 Ghana cities for a bag of rice. Okay, go and get some. Jacob was at home when his sons got to China and they called. Hello, daddy. There's a problem. What is it? You know, because of the famine that is in the world, the rice that we thought was 500 Ghana for a bag, it's now 2,500 for a bag. Do you, how many want to know what Jacob said? Oh, we can afford it, buy it. In fact, buy three. Did you understand what I'm saying? So instead of him saying, hey, so what are we going to do? He said, we can afford it. Because he had prayed that, Lord, except you bless me. Now, what was happening? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. You see, what was happening after that he said that what? Bless me. 
When he prayed that prayer, somebody say, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to show you why I'm saying that. After he prayed, I will not let you go till you bless me. Then he met with Esau, right? And then everything was peaceful, right? Now, when Joseph was born and he sent Joseph, where did Joseph go? He went to his brothers who were managing the properties of Jacob. Jacob was still a businessman. He was still working. Now his sons had grown. They were helping him to manage his blessing. Now, if he's blessed, why is he still managing his business? Jacob was still working. That is why he could afford in those days to go to a foreign country and buy food. He was blessed and he was still working. I said he was what? And he was still what? So that even his children, he said, ah, now, Charlie, you are 18 years old then. Okay, so now, but they ought to say, no, 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 here we work. You see this sheep go, now you are the one taking care of them. Then they'll call, eh, Manasseh, you two, the camels, go and take care of them. I have 17 camel, camels, three are pregnant. Make sure that no lion comes for them and then work was going on. The blessing that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. There is still work to do, just that it addeth no sorrow. Amen. So when, instead of spending 1,500, he had to spend 7,500. And he's saying, we can afford it. It's because, number one, he is blessed. But the blessed caused him to work. So yes, receive the blessing. Oh yes, receive it. Oh yes, receive it. And our work must continue. Like our brother, he's not going to say, oh, I've received, I've received the contract. Okay, boy, so we are going because uh, we've received. No, they are going to work the contract. They are going to work the contract. Paul said something. By the grace of God, I am who I am. Yet not I, but the grace he said, I am what I am, and because of the grace, I labored more. You see, because of the grace, because of the blessing, I worked. I was able to work more than the others because of the grace. Are you here with me? Yeah. Because of the grace. is that I see you praying. We, we study about anti-British. What happened? We had people praying for nine hours. They've not done some before. What I'm saying, is it true? They prayed for what? Yeah, we said anti-British campaign. Anti-British campaign. And we are coming. So that anti-British, it released a certain grace, a certain blessing. Now we can stand to pray for nine hours. I'm teaching you name it, claim it. Amen. When you see me saying, be healed. Uh, there's a certain lady called Catherine Coleman. What does she do? 
There's a certain person called Benny Hinn. What does he do? There's a certain person called Bishop Dark. What does he do? There's somebody called A.A. Allen. What do they do? How do they pray? What miracles do they have? You see all those things. What do they eat? Where do they sleep? What do their children do? Amen. Why is it that their shadow can heal the sick? We are looking at things. I said we are looking at things. One day I saw a man of God, he, he likes dental miracles. When he prays for any, any problem in your mouth, it will be solved. I said, this one, I want some. We'll start praying for what? Mouth miracles. I'm telling you. The grace. The blessing. Have you learned something today? If you are going to take it, thank you, Holy Spirit. How many remember Elijah? He went to the widow. He said, make first for me. Then make for yourself. Then what happened? Abundance was just coming and coming and coming. Another widow, he was told that pour the oil, go and borrow vessels and pour the oil. So I have blessed you with abundance, but you need to pour the oil. You need to fill the pans. So it's not that you are not blessed. You are blessed, but you need to pour. Some of you, you've been blessed, but you have said, oh, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Maybe we've told you, I see you. You have a beautiful, you have a handsome beloved. Then, on one hand. Do you see? On one hand. Then, ah, but you, is that how to dress? Did, were you not the one they say, as a beloved? Ah, but there's no, beloved hasn't come, and then why should I dress when the beloved has not? Do, 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 you, do you understand what I'm saying? That is not how to claim your things. I see you getting a job. Even CV you don't have. You say, hey, it, I may soon go for interview. Let me put a CV together. Hey, have, have they called you for interview? No. So what are you doing? No, they will call me. That's why I'm putting the CV together. They will call me. When we say, I see you getting a call, you will say, ah. Not even the, the contract, is that all the one they've called me today? Which, which contract I get you? They just called Sunday morning. If anything, Sunday morning, oh, then there's, I mean, Charlie. It's, he's just giving comments. I mean, oh, yes. When, when a lighthouse pastor is preaching from Naomi, he will say, I see you receiving something. He said, receive comments. I mean, amen. But no, I receive it. I receive it. Somebody say, I receive it. You are blessed to hear fantastic testimonies. No, I, I think you are blessed to hear fantastic testimonies. And you see, sometimes you should just say that this one, I receive my portion. I believe it and I receive my portion. I'm telling you. Amen. How many are going to receive today? Now, between this Sunday and next Sunday, everybody is a prophet in the church. I said, everybody's because we are all going to prophesy together. Somebody say, I prophesy. Somebody say, I prophesy. 
I am among the prophets. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you know something? I am among the prophets. And when I prophesy, it comes to pass. So in the name of Jesus, I prophesy. Number one, I will live. I prophesy. Number two, I will not die. I prophesy. Number three, I'll declare the great works of God in my life for everybody to see that God is alive that God is powerful give the Lord a shout I prophesy number four I shall not be a failure. I prophesy. Number five. I will not be defeated. I prophesy. Number six. I will not be disgraced. I prophesy. In the name of Jesus. Number seven. I will not be put to shame. Give the Lord a shout. Number what? Eight. I prophesy. I live in divine health. I will not be sick. Diabetes will not kill me. Hypertension will not kill me. Diabetes will not kill me. Cancer will not kill me. Because by his stripes, I am healed. I am healed. And I am free. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy. Number nine, I will not be poor. I prophesy. Number 10. I will not be broke. I prophesy. Number 11. I shall not be in debt. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. When you leave this place, you must leave knowing that you are a blessed person. When you leave this place, maybe as you were saying, I prophesy that I shall not be in debt. Maybe there's a debt waiting for you. But continue to prophesy. I said, but continue to prophesy but continue to prophesy. And some way, somehow, 
God will make a way. I said, God will make a way. The lady with the four lenses for each eye. Yeah. The lens is thick like that. Even when you look at the frame of the glasses, you can see that. You need a very good frame to carry all these lenses. We said, be healed. Now, we said, look. Um, um, I, I see something, but I cannot see that. The, do you know what? Do you, say we, do you think we stopped? We said, be healed again. We, we said, be healed again. And they even gave con condition. Be healed is after your healing before you receive anointing. Be healed again. Then at first we are saying, stand here. Do you see? Hey, I cannot see. I be healed again. You see, we are, it, it's your confession. He said what? Be strong and courageous. He said, I do not say, okay, be healed again. Now when he came back, then? Now, oh yes, and then the, the person who couldn't see here, he couldn't read from here. Now he came back here and then started reading what was there. That is why I'm telling you, you may have an issue, but continue to prophesy the positive thing. Continue to prophesy the positive thing. Continue. The business will work. It will work. It will work. Today was not too good, but it will work. Continue to say that it will work. Continue to confess that it will work. Do not give up. There's one illustration I shared a few weeks back. There are only 10 boys in the church. And there are 30 girls. Out of the 30 girls, 22 can marry. Are ready for marriage. But there are only 10 boys. Out of the 10 boys, two of them, we did, it's their baby, the, the, the two boys, their baby dedication we did last week. So actually, the boys are eight. Then out of the eight boys, four are not serious. And then the four that are left, two are married. And then one has a beloved. So 21 girls to one boy. What do you do? Uh, ask your neighbor, what do you do? You say, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy. Even if it is 3,000 girls to one man, I prophesy, my God will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Whether he will bring me angel Michael, whether he will bring me angel Gabriel, whether he will create a new angel or a man, I don't know. But what I know is that my God will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory.
one man left, no problem. Who created the earth? Ah, who put man in the earth? I prophesy. I'm the latest missus. Somebody will, somebody will ask, ah, are you saying you'll be Mrs. Mensah because the, the one boy, you know, his name is Mensah. He said, that one I don't know. But what I know is that I prophesy that God will make a way for me. One day God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live? You see, when you see bones, it means that somebody has died, something has died, their flesh is rotten, everything is gone, and now I left with bones. So it's like there is no hope at this, like there's no chance. And God asked Ezekiel, Can these bones live? Ezekiel looked at the thing. He wanted to say no, but it's like, you know, when God is talking, you have to be careful. So he said, oh God, you, you are the one who knows. Then he said, prophesy to the dry bones. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, I want you to prophesy to your impossibilities. What has become impossible to you? I want you to prophesy to that thing. Because he told her, prophesy to the dry bones. Prophesy to the hopeless situation. Prophesy to that thing. That's what he said. And before we realize, Ezekiel was, you see, he was doing mass resurrection from the dead. Hey, do you know what it means to raise one person from the dead? And can you imagine that a whole army has been raised from the dead? I don't, I don't remember the number of people. Let's assume that even 500 people that you start, I prophesy. All these 500 dead bodies rise in the name of Jesus. Whoom! 500 people have been risen from the dead. That's what God is asking you to do. Even an impossibility can be turned around. If you'll be strong and courageous. Am I still preaching the Bible? Am I still preaching the Bible? Somebody say, I prophesy. Anything that looks impossible. Number two, I prophesy anything that is trying to show me by experience and what I've been through that it will never happen. Today, I prophesy in the name of Jesus that all things shall be possible to me. Give the Lord a shout. Let me give you an example so that you can understand. Can I talk to you? When you have lived with a disease for 20 years, you see, you come to a point where you accept that, oh, this one, me and this person, we are together to death do us part. To death do we part. Is that not so? Yeah. So it's like, even when we say, is there anybody sick here? You will not come for because you know that, oh, yes, God heals the sick, but it's just that this my sickness, I know is not one of them. I mean, I'm still a Christian. I believe the Lord. 
everything. It's just that I know that my own is not one of Those are the types of things I'm talking about. Because by experience, uh, this man of God has prayed for you. This one has prayed for you. I've even probably prayed for you. But after all that, you still that you're still there. You've been to hospital and come. You even traveled outside the country and you've come, and the thing is just there. And I said, well, just, be, just take a few tablets and then we'll be moving on. After all, it's not like it's killing me now. <laughs> it's like I prophesy, you marry. When we prophesied, you were 22. Now you are 42. So it's like, no. Now you are 44. Okay. Charlie, it's not, it's not for everybody. I mean, you know. Where it has reached. Because who is the 52-year-old that is coming to propose to me, 42-year-old? And then even if he proposes to me now, how old, when my child is 10 years old, I'll be what? 52. Then my second-born what? Hey! Then you begin to imagine, ah, so now that I'm 42, am I going to wear skin tight or what? Am I going to wear high heels? And then, How am I going to be a beloved? How many understand what I'm saying? You've been trying to prosper for a long time. It's still not, you can see that, look, you get to myself, you know what? When we get house of cocoa in the morning, uh, Gary and beans in the afternoon, and then what? Uh, Kenke or Indomie in the evening. Uh, uh, then we just drink. What? It, it is okay. But somebody say no. Somebody say no. Somebody say no. I prophesy. I shall not be defeated. I am able to prosper. I am able to marry. I am able to become rich. I'm able to have victories. In the name of Jesus, there is nothing that the devil will throw at me that it will succeed. Because my Bible says, I am more than a conqueror. Through Christ who loved me, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Come out of your discouragement. I said, come out of your discouragement. Arise and shine. I said, arise and shine. Is somebody being blessed here? Arise and shine. Your life is not over. Your life is a testimony waiting to happen. Yeah. I said your life is a testimony waiting to happen. Some of you, it's not that you're a bad person. It's not even that you're a sickler. It's just that God wants to use you for a testimony. Oh, yeah. He just wants to use you for a testimony. They ask, who, who has seen that this brother is blind from birth? Say, oh, none of them, but that the name of the Lord will be glorified. 
God wants to use you to glorify his name. How many are blessed today? Somebody begin to thank the Lord. Somebody begin to thank the Lord. Lift up your voice and just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Kaba tebrelis kebele. Mama kaba tebrelis kebelebe. Leba mama mama mama. Leba daraba. Somebody lift up your right hand and tell the Lord, thank the Lord that you are breaking through this afternoon. Yes, Lord. Thank the Lord that you are breaking through. That breaking through, Lord. Rabo shabat taraba bo shabrediske. Father, thank you for your breakthrough, O Lord. Man debrediske bele bebe. Lima mama makaba taba. Rande kaba shabat tabaraba. Indebredis kabo. Rika tandelebe. Le kabara tandelebe. Mandala baba shabala baba. Rikaba shabat ebe. Le kabaria terebrele. Father, in the name of Jesus, yes, O Lord, break through, O God. Thank you for the victory, Lord. Yes, O Lord, the success, O God. In the name of Jesus, Father, thank you, O Lord. Le kabande bele, le zovolobo shabat tarababa, le kabarababo shabat tarababa. Oh yes, Lord, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank the Lord. Just thank the Lord. Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We lift up your holy name. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. 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 With every head bowed, every eye closed, you may be here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that today, you want to lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you if you are here like that. Okay. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for everybody here. And I pray today, I prophesy to everybody's dead bones, may they live. May they live. May they live. In the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I pray for your blessing to come upon your children. I pray that, Lord, you will grant them the grace and the position to receive all that they need to receive from you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, put your hands together for the Lord. Is somebody encouraged today? Give the Lord a shout. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. The face of God is shining on me. God is smiling on me. Give the Lord a shout. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.